What is the good word, everybody? This is your man's the one, the commissioner, and this is the state of basketball. This is a BW Sports One original podcast. So, hey, what's going on, everybody? I know y'all probably wondering why I am solo today. Big Storm had some things that he had to get taken care of, so he had the night off. So you got me tonight and should be an interesting show tonight anyway we are getting into the mix of the nba all-star weekend today or tonight is the last night of games for the nba and we got a couple other things that is going on at the moment so before we get into all of that good stuff let's go ahead and talk about some important people that we at the show really appreciate First off, we're going to talk about our good man, Sean Nugent, over at Rockstar Realty. If you want to buy or sell a new home or anything in that real estate type of business, check out our good man over at Rockstar Realty, Sean Nugent, and you can get him at 317-503-8322. And if you're trying to get that body in tip-top shape, getting ready for spring break and the upcoming summer boating season, it looks like our country and world is going to get back to some type of new old normal so for that we want to make sure you talk to our good buddies over there at elite performance zachary will get you guys all taken care of in that elite performance condition uh get a call for them at six seven excuse me seven six five four nine nine one zero zero five and there's a new thing going on in the state of Indiana with Ayers Academy. It's a, a new thing going on with sports vision training. So if you want to get that extra edge, make sure you take uh, check out our guys over there at Ayers Academy. And last but not least, Driving for Dyslexia. It's a great not-for-profit organization. Our buddies over there are doing great jobs. And if you want to be a part of something that's moving and doing big things, uh, donate over there at Driving for Dyslexia. So we can get back to our thing now. Here we go. So this is All-Star Weekend and... <clears throat> Uh, a lot of things are going on. Um, I know we've talked about it before on the show with Storm and a couple guests about, you know, our displeasure in the All-Star facility, um, spec, spec, uh, the All-Star, whatever the word is, um, still taking place. But it is what it is. Turner, the Turner machine runs the NBA. So uh, there's money to be regained from last season loss of going into the bubble so they're going to have an all-star weekend but before we get into the at i want to throw our shots out to the state champions for the girls side of indiana basketball they finished up their state tournament uh this past weekend uh the boys get started actually the boys tournament started yesterday with the first round of sectionals and the sectional championship will be this weekend. So um, if you are in the area, there are some great um, high school basketball going on for that. Uh, but back to the girls, they finished up their tournament. So congratulations to all the state winners in the class of in the A class. Pioneer defeated Lagoda 43-42. 
and the two-way class, Linton Stockton over Tipton, 63-25. In the 3A class, Silver Creek over South Bend, Washington. Um, our good buddy, Coach Reynolds, is up there in South, uh, South Bend, Washington. His daughters are high-level basketball players, but they took an L, uh, 54-48. And in the 4A class, another good friend of ours, his daughters play on the Crown Point uh, championship team over a exciting Brownsburg team, 44-34. So there you have it for the um, Indiana High School Girls State Champions. Congratulations. Good work, girls. And your journey continues for the next year. And a little bit of NCAA news. Um as you guys all are aware, the NCAA tournament is going to be um, held exclusively here in Indiana. Uh, we did get word earlier in the week that the NIT tournament is still going to be taking place, but its tournament entirety is going to be held in the state of Texas, and there's only going to be 16 teams um, different than the usual 32 teams going into the NIT. So there is still going to be a subsequent um, Division I um, alternate national championship tournament. So uh, that takes care of our state of Indiana and NCAA. Also, um, if you are aware or are part of the AAU circuit with the girls tournament being finished uh, this previous weekend. That means AAU season is in full bloom for the girls. So there are going to be plenty of tournaments around your uh, area, surrounding areas in the next upcoming weeks and months. So make sure you stay tuned on that. So uh, before we get into a little bit of all-star weekend discussion here we go. Let's uh, check in with our good buddies over at Elite Performance. Get ready to take your body to the elite level of performance. Call today to set up your free evaluation. 765-499-1005. Elite Performance, where the dream of elite fitness becomes a reality. So we are back and we are getting ready to dive into our um, all-star weekend chat uh, before we do that. But make sure you guys check out uh, my post every day on Twitter and uh, the Facebook, our Facebook page uh, where we do our doc sports commission picks of the day. We try to, well, I try to figure, find some good games. Um, worth watching and i know you guys like to bet so i want to make sure you check those out and uh that is brought to us by doc sports and if you text to this number 29022 the bw sports and you will get uh some good goodies if you uh text that to that number and it is going across the bottom of your screen. I do love our ticker. I'm starting to play a little more with our ticker, and it's pretty cool. But, yeah, so check out uh, Doc Sports Commission Picks. We do them daily, and they're pretty fun to see how the one does with the picks. So um, that takes us into All-Star Weekend Chit Chat. 
So we are here, and normally All-Star Weekend is fully packed with exciting things, exciting events, uh, parties, uh, strip clubs, chicken wings, all things like that. So, uh, But this year is going to be a little different, still dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic, pandemic going across our country, but they're still going to have the All-Star Game Weekend. And the things that are different is all of the events are going to be on the same day. So the um, skills challenge, the three-point shootout, the dunk contest, and the game are all going to be on that, on that Saturday. So, um, well, I guess we'll go into them a little bit. Uh, the one difference is the uh, NBA Rising Stars, um, the USA young talent versus the world world talent young talent in the nba normally have that game on friday nights they're not having that game at all but they did release the uh roster for that if they would have had a game so a couple names on that that is good to look for uh the american side is pretty loaded with the rising stars uh versus the uh, world team. The one name that stands out for me on the world team is uh, Rui Hachimura from um, I forgot. I think he's I forgot where he plays at, but he's from Japan. But he is the uh, the name that stands out the most for me for the Rising Star World Team. I know R.J. Barrett from the Knicks is on that team as well. Uh, let's see who else. Brandon Clark is on that team. Actually, this team is pretty loaded with Canadian talent. You have, what's his name? Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, R.J. Barrett, who's actually having a pretty good season up in New York. And it kind of makes me look a little better when I kept talking about Julius Randle and how the Knicks are faring to be in a pretty good, um, a pretty good spot, so to speak. Um but they have one, two, three, four, looks like five players from Canada who is um, on this team for the world side. So there's some good representation there. Uh, the USA team is loaded with young talent. Uh, you got Mark, Michael Porter Jr. You got James Wiseman, John Morant. Uh, you had DeAndre Hunter. You have uh, Tyler Hero, LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards. So that team is 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 fairly loaded. So if they would have played the game, I'm probably going to put my money on the USA team to pull this one out. But again, they're not playing that game, but they did release the roster. But if we jump to the Taco Bell skills challenge, uh, that one seems to be pretty exciting. So I got some a little bit of trivia for you. This is where I would ask Storm what that would be because I don't know if he would be uh, up on those type of things or not. But the skills challenge has been around since uh, I think 2003. And since then, there has been three bigs to have won the uh, skills challenge. Uh, excuse me. There's been three bigs to have won the skills challenge. Um, I was going to ask Tim, but I guess I'll ask you guys, what were those three bigs to have won the skills challenge? 
Every other time that they have been a skills challenge has been all point guards. I think it's been one uh, off guard to win the skills challenge, but it's been all point guards. So if you can name the three bigs to win the skills challenge. And the reason why I say that, um, I asked that question is because of this year's skills challenge is loaded with bigs. And it also kind of brings up the conversation that we were having a couple weeks ago or last week with Big Storm and um, Coach uh, Wide from uh, North Central was the Sabonis, Julius Randle, and the uh, Nikolai Vujicic uh, debate on who should have been left off the all-star ballot. Now, we were all in favor of Sabonis, and I'd like to clear something up. It kind of sounded like I was one Julius Randle over Sabonis. That was not the case. I was building the case for both of those individuals. The person that made it is who I was questioning, the Nikolai uh, Vujicic from Orlando. Um, anyway, Sabonis ended up being in that because of the injury to Durant and him not playing. Uh, Sabonis got the nod, so he ended up being an all-star. But um, my conversation or my argument was not against Sabonis, but for Randall and Sabonis. So all three of those guys are bigs, and they are in the skills challenge, um, along with uh, Luka Doncic, Robert Covington, and that's it. So those are the individuals that are competing in the skills challenge. Um, it's hard for anybody to win that challenge other than the guards because you expect the guards to throw pinpoint precision passes with those targets that they have set up. But there are been some exceptional bigs that have been able to do those type of things. Uh, this year, I am going for Luca. Luca to win this year. Um, in the skills challenge. Um, after the skills challenge, we have the Mountain Dew NBA three-point contest, and those participants are Jason Tatum from the Celtics, Jalen Brown of the Celtics, Zach Levine of the Bulls, Donovan Mitchell of the Jazz, Devin Booker of the Suns, and your favorite three-point shooter, Stephen Curry of the Warriors. Mm, and that one, I want to go off path and go away from Booker and 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 Stefan. Uh, but it's kind of hard to do that with the precision of the which way they shoot. Zach Lapine has been knocking on the door for um, a couple years in this contest, but I think he is a better in-game shooter than a contest shooter. So I'm going to go better with the more traditional form shooters. So I'm probably going to have to go with, um, I, I mean, I hate to do it, but I have to go with Steph. Got to go with Steph in that one. But who knows? There, I mean, there's a dark horse. Donovan Mitchell can catch fire. Uh, Jalen Brand, I think, is probably the least one out of the bunch. Uh, Jason Tatum is pretty good. But I think uh, Steph should um, handle this one pretty easy. Um, uh, and then after that, we have the slam dunk contest and we have three participants in that, um, contest. We have Cassius Stanley from your Indiana Pacers and we had Obi Toppin 
from the Knicks, and we have Anthony Simons from the Portland Trailblazers. Um, I haven't been really excited about a dunk contest in some very many of years. There's names that we would like to see in that in that contest. Um, I'm trying to figure out why Zion Williamson is not in this contest or Jones from uh, Portland not in this contest. I do like Opie Toppin in this contest. That's who I think is going to probably win it. He's probably the most athletic jumper out of this, and there's only three people. So uh, that's what I'm going to go for. And then trailing that, we have the All-Star game, which is packed with a lot of power. Uh, you have Team Durant versus Team LeBron, those two captains. Uh, they're going to be picking their teams. And I, I think if that game was as good as it was last year, even the first three quarters were a little different, but there was good good play. But that fourth quarter, I think, was probably one of the best all-star um, quarters, period, that we've ever seen, the way those guys play. You had guys taking charges. You had guys making the extra pass. And this is an uh, all-star game, which you don't normally see things of that nature. So um, this should be a pretty good game. I like to see how it works. I'm thinking uh, the West is a little bit more loaded. But, you know, with these all-star games, they tend to play for a little bit of more pride. So um, I'm anxious to see who wins it. It's going to be a good one. And there you have it for All-Star Weekend. So we're going to step away just for a quick second, and we'll be right back. And our good friend uh, Dan is going to talk to you a little bit of what Sean and Rockstar Realities are all about. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering, if you're ready to buy or sell that home, now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. All right. And so now we're going to get into the second half of our conversation. And it's going to deal with a little bit of the second half of the season. But before we get to that, uh, talk to you a little bit about Rogue Energy Drink Mix. Um, we have a good thing going on with them. We get you will get 10% off if you text BW Sports One um, when you make your order on the website. And I have the information going across the bottom line there. So Rogue Sports Energy Drink will get you all niced up. It's not chalky, not um, extra jittery, and all that good stuff. So uh, really good for you gamers and low-key for you sports people as well. So second half of the NBA season. Um, I guess we could talk about the goods and the bad of the first half of the season. Uh, let's see. What was I think we had? Um, I think the biggest storyline of the first half of the season, one other than the fact that LeBron has not set out any games until tonight. I think tonight will be his first game sitting out against the Kings. And no, that was last night. Last night, sorry. 
Last night would have been his first night sitting out all year against the Kings, and subsequently the Lakers did lose that contest. Um, and, I mean, you got Anthony Davis out and LeBron out, so what do you expect? But uh, big storyline of the year, uh, LeBron low-key um, in that top three category of MVP because of his durability and the things that he is doing, regardless how bad or how awful or unchampionship the Lakers are looking right now, they're still in the third spot in the West. And injuries, one of those injuries that come back towards the ready, uh, end of the regular season, the playoffs still look pretty good. But like I said, the storyline is the fact that um, a shortened offseason, they weren't very happy about the shortened offseason, but yet LeBron comes back and plays pretty much um, every single game until last night. Um, another thing that uh, stands out to me a uh, little bit of the first half of the season, uh, we'll talk about Zion Williamson. Uh, the fact that this guy is putting up 30-plus points several different times and not shooting a jump shot, that's pretty amazing to me. You know I mean? Guys normally do things like that or Shaq-type players or um, those type of Will Chamberlain-type players. With Zion being a you know undersized uh, big how he is in the NBA, it's amazing how he continues to do these type of numbers with – uh, these type of high percentages on the shooting and not shooting any jump shots and relatively not going to the free throw line that much either. And it's something that Stan Van Gundy has complained about over recent weeks. So um, I like to see the continuation of Zion in that type of um, paint production. Um, again, um, going over the first half of the season, we've saw We've seen a lot of large numbers put up by a lot of different people. One uh, who is leading the league in the score right now is Bradley Beal. Um, I mean, I guess it's just something that we feel that I feel that Bradley could have been doing, you know, years ago, but he's always been the team player, you know, uh, with Washington and John Wall. But I think right now with him quietly trying to, get away out of Washington. He is putting up, you know, extreme numbers. I know we've talked about it earlier in our season or in our episodes. Um, I didn't think that Bradley could do this with the sustained amount of time that he's been the whole season, but he has. So I'm really excited to see how that ends up. Does he stay in Washington? I know they keep saying he's not going anywhere, but, you know, the loyalty of, franchises to their players are a lot less than their players to their franchises. So I'm seeing if Bradley will stay there and if he continue this point production. Um, another thing that I've been looking at a little bit over the first half that I'd like to see continue in the second half is the, the Phoenix Suns. They're playing great basketball. Uh, Devin Booker is starting to come back into that, that what we saw in the bubble and the end of last season. He's starting to figure out his comfortability with Chris Paul, how Chris Paul um, distributes the ball. We saw an increase of production in DeAndre Ayton um, and scoring the ball and his defensive side of the ball. So Phoenix is looking pretty good. I'm not surprised that Utah is at the top of the Western Conference by the way that they play. But um, um but I am surprised by the way the Clippers and the Lakers, well, not the Lakers because they have injuries, but surprised how the Clippers have not 
you know, kind of fought a little bit harder. You know, Paul George is in the um, MVP uh, conversation. He's playing a pretty good season. But, you know, we're just talking about the, the regular season right now. We don't want to get into playoff fees. So all you Indiana people, calm down a little bit about that conversation. But the Clippers, i like to see a little bit more from them. Uh, what other things have happened in the first half that were really exciting to me? Um, I like LaMelo Ball. Um, that was my pick for rookie of the year at the beginning of the, at the, beginning of the season. And it's looking to be like a pretty good pick. And they've gotten him inserted in the starting lineup, and he's playing good ball. He's putting up good numbers. He is one of the best passers of the young generations that I've seen, and so I'm liking the the Lamelo Ball. Um, let's see what else have we been looking for in the first half? Uh, oh, a guy that I have been really, really, really critical of over recent years because of his work ethic and his laziness, and his continuous to come into camp out of shape would be Joel Embiid. To me right now, him and Joker are um, leading the MVP race with the things that they're doing. Joel is just playing absolutely outstanding, dominant basketball, and Philly is definitely seeing it in the standings and how they're competing on the floor. It's less of a burden on Ben Simmons to develop a jump shot if Ben um, – uh, if Joel Embiid is playing to the level that he's playing at and he's got shooters around him, uh, let's see how this Tobias Harris uh, late injury uh, folds out. I think he is a key part. I think he is now playing up to that contract that he signed. We're still waiting on Milwaukee to figure out what's going on with them and the pieces they need to put around, uh, around Giannis. I'm almost to the point to think that we might be looking at a coaching change in Milwaukee because what has been going on is not working. You keep putting shooters around Giannis, but you haven't changed your offense. It's still stagnant. It's still everybody watch Giannis come down the middle of the floor, maybe give him the ball on the elbow, do different type of things to get him better situation with the ball where he is not having to go against four people and having to pass to people who are standing. Need more fluency in your office in Milwaukee. So I wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee does improve if you don't see a coaching change uh, with them. The definition of insanity is continuing to do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So that's how I feel Milwaukee is going. Um, expectations for the second half of the season. Um, I'd like to see. Uh, what can we uh, do here in Indiana to improve this slide that we have been on? Yes, I know that they did win last night, but, <clears throat> you know what I mean? I think we can do better. You know, we lost a, um, you haven't looked good the last month of the season, and subsequently you've fallen out of the fourth spot. Uh, one of the reasons why we were um, arguing for Sabonis into that 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 all-star voting was because of the position that the player the Pacers were in and Julius Randle now has the Knicks in that top five of the East so you the conversation has to still be hit now I do think the Pacers are a much better team but those injuries or those missing players of Karis Levert and TJ Warren 
are making themselves very apparent right now. Teams are focusing on Sabonis, who is a double-double machine, and Miles Turner is doing what he's supposed to do as a defender. Again, we're continuing to um, we're continuing to expect Miles Turner to be an offensive juggernaut when he is a defensive player and he is handling the defensive side of the ball. But we need a little bit more offensive production elsewhere. Um, I need the Holiday Brothers to do a little bit more. Malcolm, Malcolm Brogdon and Sabonis are, are doing it all, and they need a little help. And, and a person who you wouldn't think that is providing a little bit of that help is T.J. McConnell. Uh, what did he have last night? Nine steals in the first half. So this guy had a triple-double. This is T.J. McConnell, undrafted, out of Arizona, uh, bounced around. Philly loved him but couldn't keep him or didn't want to keep him or whatever. He fell in the lap of the Pacers. He has been a breath of fresh air coming off that bench. He's one. I think what I call T.J. McConnell, I call him a clean Devil of Dova. Uh, Devil Dova is probably one of the dirtiest players who's ever played in the NBA. Um, T.J. McConnell comes with that same grit, that same hustle, but he's clean with it. And I think he's a valuable piece to the uh, Pacers team, ener energetic-wise, but he's not a player that you're going to actually lean on to get these type of production every night. He's going to be a guy that's going to come off the bench and get a few energy spurts and help or energize your team. But um, but great game last night. You know, what I mean, he had a triple double. I think he had what was it? Um, steals, assists, and points. Good game for T.J. McConnell. So uh, respect on that. And let's see what else do we have for the second half. I think that's what I got for the second half. Um, expectations. Oh, um, will we get to see a complete ending season of Brooklyn? You know, we've gotten a couple good games, a couple few games with all three of them, but we get two or one of them. Um, uh, when they're all three together, they're pretty exciting dynamic when there's two of them it's the same so i'm anxious to see how that plays out if they're going to make any moves defensively wise um i'm more interested in the moves that will be made for the teams across the season when um it comes to the second half of the season there's a couple names out there of players who could be moved to different teams that can help um teams be cha uh, championship type teams uh, Zach Levine's name has come up a little bit. I think he'll be a good fit for a lot of places because there's a couple teams that are needing pieces. Boston, I still think they need to um, do something with the inside game. I know Kimba Walsh back. Um, I think he's 95% healthy, and you can see it in the last couple games. But I think there's some moves there can be made. Uh, I'm anxious to see where Andre Drummond. Um, ends up falling. I know if you followed us on the page, I've mentioned it once that it does sound um, far-fetched, but it's a great fit for Andre Drummond in the Lakers. So uh, look to see if there's any moves before the deadline on that. Uh, let's see what some other names that can be moved. Obviously, we talked about Bradley Beal. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Victor Oladipo is moved again from Houston. 
but there's some couple things going uh, that, that are out there, a couple storylines playing out, but we'll see how that goes. So uh, there you have it. That's all I got for today on the State of Basketball um, All-Star Edition. Uh, let's see. What do we have left? Normally, I would give you the eye of the storm. He has not stepped away. He's taking the night off. So the one good thing that we have for tonight, uh, the one good thing, the one good thing, um, all the bigs who are leading the all-star voting race. It hasn't been since I think Shaq was the last big to win the All-Star uh, or been to the uh, regular season MVP. So I am pushing and pulling for, let's go for Joel Embiid. I like Joker, but I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron sneaks in on the end of that. Um, so uh, last two things before I let you go, and then I'll finish up this Michigan and Michigan State basketball game doing my college background uh, late night game, early early day game work for the tournament coming up. So we'll leave you with these last couple things. Uh, BW Sports 1 is doing big and moving forward in a whole lot of different avenues. So if you are open to business opportunity, sports management, sports marketing, Anything like that, make sure you hit us up, info.bwsports1 at gmail.com, or you can get us on the website at www.bwsports1.com. And if you are into everything that we do on the network, give you a quick rundown of all of our friends and buddies here on the network, starting on Mondays with uh, bet your ass with Rafael Esparza and our good friend Dan. We're going to go over all those ins and outs of the betting scene. Uh, on Tuesdays, our good friend Monica P with Quantum Inspirations. We touch on that middle side of sports and life. On Wednesdays, you know, you have me and the Lion for the Dukes of Football. On Thursday, it is normally Storm and I here on the State of Basketball. And on Fridays, we have the combat zone, and then on Saturdays, we are super kicking it with Stefan. If you love the wrestling and the squared circle, and pulling up on the rear, who is least but not last, or last but not least, you know all the good stuff. Our good friend over there at Checkers and Records, Tommy Bory, doing all the things on the pavement and the dirt track. So check him out at 11 a.m. on Sunday. So there you have it. This is the State of Basketball. I am the commissioner, BW Sports 1. We love you. Have a great one. I'm out. Have a, um, and all that good stuff. <laughs>